Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on These Days at Home. Hello, welcome back to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns, your host. I hope you are all doing well this evening and when, whenever uh, or whenever you are, are listening to this. I just got back from a night out with my beloved sister, the one and only Noelle. We are always, have always been close um, growing up and we still are. When people tell me they always fought with their siblings, I always have a hard time relating to that just because Noelle and I never really did. It's a really unique uh, sister relationship and we're still like this. We have always been the best of friends and still are to this day. Our daughter, Holly, I named after her by giving her her middle name, Noelle. So it was so special. Always fun to to get out and just feel like I have socialization and a life outside of the house with away from the kids. It's, it's good for all of us too, because, um, one of the first nights I went out with my girlfriends this last year, every, all the kids, or especially Patrick was like, wait, mom, like you've got friends. Like, what is this? Mom's leaving the house. He just didn't know what to do with himself. And it was like, assigned to me. Okay, mom needs to go out more. <laughs> I've got, I do have friends in life outside this place. So anyway, uh, yes, always so fun to go out. We went to this adorable um, restaurant. It's on the lake in Prior Lake um, here in Minnesota for all of you locals and just beautiful, beautiful night right on the water. Just so nice. Um, if you want to check it out, it's called Charlie's on Prior, I believe for all of you local people here in Minnesota. Well, I wanted to do a quick follow-up on my last episode. I mentioned I was going to put a question box on Instagram last week about how everyone stays productive if you, you know, uh, to reply with a few tips on how you stay productive. I got some good responses. So if you are looking for more tips on staying productive at home, here are what some people said. Uh, Schedule things outside the home in the morning. It gets us going and keeps the day flowing. Uh, Make a list. Get all the kids dressed right away when waking up and don't even go downstairs in PJs. Set a timer and clean up until the time is up. Lists. Lists. A lot of people said lists. It's just just so helpful. Uh, Planners and setting realistic expectations for myself. So, yeah, I would agree with all of those. Some good tips. Um and ways to just keep on top of things that we all need to do or get done. Um, it's just fun to learn from others what it is that they do. And you never know when you're going to pick up a little, a little nugget or tidbit. So thank you everyone for replying to that. I will probably be doing more things like that on Instagram. So if you don't follow me on Instagram already, you can follow me at Harbor Home 32, um, or on Facebook as well. Actually really funny little side note about, um, social media this last week, I had made a reel on Instagram about, uh, minivans and, um, the, t- I really honestly, guys, I just copied somebody else because that's what we all do. We all remake everyone else's reels. However, it was just really funny. The text is like, uh, minivans aren't sexy, but someone thought you were sexy enough to fill one. <laughs> it's really funny. 
I got a good laugh out of it. A lot of people did. Uh, it's probably one of my more popular uh, reels. And funnily enough, I got like three or four people follow had started following me from that reel. And then one of them started like messaging me, asking me, um, or just, she had just started saying something like, um, oh, I, you know, I've been thinking about getting a minivan. Uh, do you like yours? And just started this whole conversation. And, um, yeah, then she ended up going to test drive a minivan and I don't know if she's bought it. I'll have to check my messages, but I'm sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, did I just sell somebody a minivan? And if so, like, can I get some commission on that? That'd be awesome. <laughs> anyway, Instagram and social media is just so interesting to me. So interesting. Um, so in the last, my last episode, I, um, also had given a little teaser about what I was going to talk about in this episode. And that is, uh, the meals I've been eating lately or the things I've been cooking lately. So often I get into conversations with people about needing new meal ideas or recipes. And we all do, we all just get like, get in the, get in a funk and just want to try something new or, you know, you want to try eating more healthy or, or healthier, I think is the proper grammar. Um, we all just like need new ideas every once in a while. And so I thought it'd be fun to share a little bit about the things I've been cooking lately, a little bit about the way we cook here. I think I alluded to this in one of my first episodes about, uh, just kind of going on like a health journey when I was diagnosed with PCOS back in 2019. So since then my goal, I don't, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent perfect in this cause no one is, but my goal has been to cook mostly from scratch food and use as many whole foods as possible. Um, trying to navigate around things like, Oh, carbs. Oh, fat. Oh, protein. Um, I don't do that as much. I mean, we do, we are a protein heavy family. Um, I do make a lot of our own bread products. I think I talked about that in one other episode. So we do like when it comes to, you know, the macros, I guess you could say we do, um, yeah, we eat plenty of protein and carbs in this house, but, um, I try to not think about it in that way, but more of just like what our bodies need and, um, thinking about cooking in whole foods and as much from scratch foods as possible. And since I've been doing this for the last four years, um, it is a skill I have acquired. A lot of people set out to, uh, cook and, um, or learn how to cook and it gets, it's really overwhelming. Um, and I was someone too, that would, I would follow a recipe really closely. It would take me so long to cook a meal or so long to cook a new recipe because I'd have to read it like five or 10 times. Um, and so learning how to cook has just been one of those skills that I'm so glad I took the time to do because now I barely, I barely look at a recipe. And even if there is a new one, I want to try, um, it, I just look at the ingredients list and I know generally how to cook it and that it'll come out like it's supposed to, um, because it's a, it's a, yeah, it is a skill that is, uh, you can develop. It's not just uh, Oh, this person's good at cooking. This person isn't. I really believe anybody can be a decent home cook. Um, just given some, some practice and learning how to put certain seasonings together, like what, what you need to have like a Mexican seasoning or what are the Italian flavors or what are the Asian flavors or just basic how to, how to flavor meat. Um, so some of the things that I'll, I'll share with you are really simple. I, I don't have a recipe for because it is just, 
that's just how we cook. I don't really do recipes. I just think of the food that we have. I've got meat, I've got a vegetable, I've got this, and I season it and cook it, um, essentially. And now there are other, you know, other fun things like a pizza, for example, homemade pizza is one where, um, again, you need a recipe for the dough, but other than that, you don't really need a lot um, of stuff. So here we go. I'll share some of the things that I've been cooking, which I really enjoy. Um, so because it's summer, uh, grilling is a wonderful thing to be able to do to cook healthy if you're wanting to do that, but also just super easy, not a lot of mess. Um, it's so nice to not have to fire up the oven or the stove in the house when it's summer and hot. We don't have AC uh, like central AC in our home. It's an old 1890s farm home. So we have wall units, which do a great job, but it's just so nice not to have that extra heat in the house during the summer. So we do a lot of grilling. Um, one night this last week, I grilled some chicken. Uh, we had this huge package of chicken and I just grilled a bunch of it up. I, grew, I did the whole thing, grilled all the chicken and I seasoned it with salt, pepper, and garlic. If you want the most basic seasoning for, um, for meat or lots of things, salt, pepper, uh, yeah, salt, pepper, and garlic powder, uh, mix that together in a little bowl, equal parts. You know, if you're starting out cooking, you do one teaspoon of each, um, or one, even one tablespoon of each. And then if you have extra, you can just set it aside, um, and yeah, just season um, chicken with it, or even, you know, if you're making homemade hamburgers, that's a really great basic home hamburger seasoning to, to mix in. Um, or if you're doing like a pulled pork in the crock pot, that's another one. Um, so yeah, you just grilled up some chicken on the grill. And then I also grilled broccoli on the grill, which is also very simple. I toss it in avocado oil, use that same salt, pepper, garlic, um, seasoning. And then it actually does, uh, if you have like a little flat surface, like a cast iron, something flat to put on the grill, it's an, it's a, it does cook up pretty well on the grill. Um, and then I think we had that, we had a chicken, broccoli, and then we had some fresh strawberries, which are in season right now. And so, so, so good. So that was our meal. Really tasty. Um, one, another thing that we had for uh, breakfast actually the other day was uh, French toast casserole. Now this sounds a lot more fancy than it is, but basically what it is, is, um, we had like an extra loaf of bread that was going to go bad. And then you just cube it up and you throw it in a pan with a mixture of milk and eggs. I usually do six eggs to one cup milk, um, mix that together with a little, like honey and vanilla and salt and um, melted butter. You put it in in a an oven for uh, four like I think four twenty five. And then I actually I threw in some fresh strawberries too to give it a little extra flavor. Oh man, it was so good. I, you you bake it for I think like half an hour or you know whatnot, and um, you take it out and oh my gosh, it's so good. You just pour over maple syrup. You kind of eat it like a French toast pancake. It's just, is a really great way to not waste some, not waste bread, any bread that's about to go bad. Um, and it's just a nice change of pace from all the regular breakfasty type stuff. Um, and then let's see, what else have we been making? Um, so we, I did this, I mean, I had made a roast beef, like in the crock pot, a crock pot roast beef with like potatoes and onions and 
carrots and everything um, the other day, and we had some leftover, which you know, gotta love leftovers. So what I do is I, I took it and I have got this um, this sauce. Um, so this is one thing that we don't make from scratch, but it's so good. It's like a, it's, I think it's a Japanese uh, sauce. It's a kind of popular right now. You can get it at Costco. It's a really big thing. They even have it at Ace Hardware, <laughs> like little bottles of it. Um, but it's, it's just kind of like a, like an Asian-y barbecue-y flavor. It's really good. It's sweet, salty, tangy. Um, and, um, yeah, so I just, I put it, the, the roast beef in a skillet, sprayed it or poured a bunch of that in there. And oh, it was just so good. I put it in a tortilla and then I served, I put avocados in that tortilla with the beef. And then I also, one of my favorite things to ways to get in vegetables is to buy a red cabbage and carrots and, just kind of cut it up and make like a little slaw, like shred up the cabbage and then um, cut up some carrots. I also fried that in the skillet with the sauce. It was so good. And some onions as well. Um, so yeah, I served all of that in a tortilla. It was like a little, like a beef wrap thing. So, so, so good. Um, another really easy thing to do that doesn't take a lot of effort is a pork roast um, a, for like pulled pork sandwiches. Um, again, the seasoning I mentioned, uh, earlier, the salt, pepper, garlic, just kind of mix it all together. Um, if you want to take some time to sear, season it, and then sear the, the entire roast in a pan, it kind of locks in the juices and then you throw it in a crock pot either on high for four hours or on low for eight. And then I will shred it up with a fork, put a bunch of barbecue sauce in there. Um, if you're looking for a good, clean barbecue sauce, cause a lot of barbecue sauces have high fructose corn syrup and other, um, like nasty oils and stuff. Um, there's this one by guy free, which is really good. Um, it's made with brown sugar instead of corn syrup. Very tasty. And then there's a primal kitchen is a brand, a brand name, and they make a lot of really clean, um, condiments, and like salad dressings and mayos and that kind of a thing. So they have a barbecue sauce that is really good. Um, I've used that before too. So making pulled pork and just simply pulled pork sandwiches. Oh, so good. so easy. And the pulled pork lasts for quite a while. Um, so definitely, um, worth adding to the grocery list. Um, let's see. Avocado toast is another one. I've been really into avocados lately. Um, my actually, I've got two grocery moves for you. Um, one is to every time you're at the store, just grab a bunch of bananas and then a little bag or a bag of avocados. They're so delectable. I just love bananas. They're super sweet, but they're just so good. Kids love them, obviously. And then I also love to just take them. Like I'll take a whole bunch and just chop them up and throw them into a bag, a freezer bag and put them in the freezer for smoothies, whether for it's, it's for myself or for, um, my kids or like with my little ones, my toddler or my twins, they're eight months old. They're starting, you know, they're eating solid. So I, um, I'll put a little, a few chunks of frozen bananas in one of those little mesh things. It's like a teether thing. Um, and they eat that up. So just a great, great thing to have on hand, just bananas and avocados, avocados, you can add to so many things and it adds, it's got such good fats. It's one of those, uh, super, super foods. 
Um, and we eat a lot of tortilla chips around here, organic tortilla chips. So great, you know, obviously great to make avocado. Um, so, but uh, avocado toast with like an egg for breakfast. Oh, so good. Um, deli sandwiches and wraps. We have that as a regular at our house, um, for lunch. Lunch is just a fast paced, ever moving target. It feels like. So, um, something quick like that is always great. I can, I just love, I just, I personally love mayo. I do. I love it so much. So, um, mayo. I do have a recipe on my blog for a homemade mayo. If you're interested in that, it's really actually really, really easy. Um, so homemade mayo wrap, um, with, with a deli meat. And then you, know, you can throw just about anything in there. I usually throw a handful of greens to get some greens in. We have a pickled banana peppers from the, um, from our garden last year. We got those in there, a little mustard. Oh, just delicious. And then obviously carrots, fruit, all that kind of thing. And my toddler, toddler even likes a tortilla with like ham and cheese. Really good. Um, now there's two little snacky items that I have on my list here. Um, I made an olive tapenade for the first time. And if you've never heard of a tapenade, it's, it's basically like a spread that you put on like a little, like a little cracker or a little piece of bread or a crostini or something. Oh, it's so good. I am not a big, like black or green olive fan. The Kalamata olives from Greece. Uh, they are the best olive. If you're not a big olive fan, like the, you know, black olives on pizza or, you know, whatever, I'm not either, but these are so good. So if you're curious about them, you can get them at the store. Most stores, Aldi even has them. You can even find them at Costco. Like I get a really big thing at Costco for like $7. It's nuts how cheap it is. And they're so good. So I took to make this olive, olive tapenade, I put in a food processor with a chopped parsley and some garlic and salt and olive oil and I think red wine vinegar or white wine vinegar and mustard, I believe. Just blended that all up in a food processor and um, kind of pulse it so it doesn't it doesn't like puree. You just kind of want it to get a little choppy. Um, and then yeah, you put it on crackers and oh my gosh, it is our new favorite snack. Let me tell you, and it feels very fancy, you know, it feels like something nice and delicate versus, you know, just a, I don't know, whatever else really good with a glass of wine. Mm, can't go wrong. And then, you know how sometimes you're looking at, um, pictures on like boxes and stuff like, okay. Like I like to buy Triscuits. Fun fact about Triscuits. There's only three ingredients. It's not the best oil you know, they use canola oil, which is not the best. So there's a lot of information coming out about seed oils. Um, and that, that would be considered a seed oil. So not the greatest oil, but when it's only wheat oil and salt, it's, you just feel like you're eating something kind of hearty and better than a lot of other, other things. So we get Triscuits. I love Triscuits. Um, well, anyway, on the Triscuit box, there's like a little picture of, um, you know how sometimes they just like the, to like, you know, just have a picture of their product. They actually, they put something on the cracker. Um, and on the picture on the box, they have like mango, avocado, tomato, and onion. And I just have been looking at that picture for the last few weeks and thinking, man, that looks so good. And I ended up having some extra mayo, uh, or not mayo, mango, sorry, mango, um, from making a home brewed kombucha. 
And I was like, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to try this little mango avocado combo. And oh my gosh, was it amazing? Oh, so good. So again, mango, avocado, a little onion. They had tomatoes. I didn't do tomatoes. I just sprinkled a little, a little salt and um, juice in there. Oh, so delectable. I do have a mango salsa recipe on my blog as well, harborhome32.com, another favorite of our family's. Um, pa- Papa Murphy's Pizza, y'all. I, I said that in my very first episode. We do love it. If you ever have a bad day, just get a pizza. <laughs> so good. I currently am dairy-free for my son, Benjamin, who has a little bit of a dairy sensitivity. So um, I'm cutting that out so that through my milk, he doesn't get any dairy. And they have a dairy-free cheese now, which is actually really good. So we get the creamy garlic uh, chicken and you can, you can get the dairy free cheese. And then you can also ask them to substitute the creamy sauce that comes with it for like an, uh, olive oil, garlic sauce. It's so good. It's basically, it tastes very similar to the original. So if you're a dairy free person, give that a try or a gluten-free person, give that a try. They have a gluten-free crust too. Um, and then another thing that I've been doing is I've been making a lactation smoothie. Now I know this isn't going to apply to everybody. Um, but I, for anyone out there that is nursing currently, um, I've always struggled a little bit with my milk supply. So I, right now I'm just nursing one of my babies. The other one gets formula. It's a long story, but that's kind of how things shook out for us. And, um, I, I've been having a lactation smoothie um, that's, that boosts my supply. I put in frozen banana slices, uh, almond milk, and then I do a little bit of brewer's yeast powder. You can get that online. And then there's this, um, like a, um, lactation boosting powder too. Um, it's called magic, uh, Majeka. Um, I think it's a, uh, M A J K A. Um, and it does, it really does boost my milk supply. So I make sure I have at least one of those a day. Um, and then, yeah, homemade pizza. That's another thing. Like we buy Papa Murphy's pizza when I just have nothing left in me to at the end of the day. Um, but homemade pizza is also very easy to make. Um, I like to make sourdough pizza. Um, you can do, like actually make a sourdough dough, or I just use a, my sourdough discard. If I have extra sourdough in my container, I'll just preheat as a cast iron skillet in the oven, pour in my sourdough discard, bake it for a little bit, then pull it out and add the sauce and toppings, put it back in the oven. Oh, it's so easy and so delicious. Um, and then another, another go-to for us is the einkorn pasta. I really love pasta and I've recently discovered einkorn. Um, it's a kind of flour that is more, it's like the least modified over the centuries, like centuries, y'all centuries. So, uh, uh, jovial foods is one that makes einkorn pasta. Not a lot of other people make it. Um, so you can look online for that if you're interested. Um, but it's a higher protein, so low, lower uh, glycemic index for people that have blood sugar problems. Um, really, really good pasta. And so we just, I love to throw in ground beef, classic red sauce. Um, there's some healthy ones, uh, spaghetti sauces in the store that have like no added sugar. Those are great. Um, herbs from the garden, some onions, garlic. Oh my gosh. 
can't go wrong for me there either. Okay, friends, I'm going to have to wrap this up soon. I can hear my little one crying, 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 and my husband's doing everything he can to help him, but I think he might have a little ear infection. So I'm going to have to go feed him here in a moment, but I wanted to end our podcast episode with this one hymn. Um, my husband has this book called, um, a sacrifice of praise. Uh, it has, it's an anthology of Christian poetry in English from, um, from the mid 20th century or from the, in, from early uh, to the mid 20th century. So some really great stuff in here, like some classic things, You've probably heard a million times, but then all there just, I mean, this is a thick book, so it's got a lot in there. Um, but there's, a, there's this one um, section from an, a writer called Thomas, his name is Thomas Kent, and he wrote something called the morning hymn and the evening hymn. And we read this often because we just love it so much. And the, the cadence is really enjoyable. And then actually at the end of each of the hymns, the morning hymn and the evening hymn is the doxology. So I think he wrote this, he wrote the doxology and we took it out as, you know, and just sing it in church or, you know, wherever. Um, but each little, uh, refrain here is, is, can be sung to the same tune as the doxology. If you're unfamiliar, unfamiliar with the doxology, it goes, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Um, so I will, I'm just going to read the evening hymn. And then maybe in another episode, I'll read the morning hymn. Okay. All praise to thee, my God, this night. For all the blessings of the light. Keep me, keep me, O King of Kings, beneath thine own almighty wings. Forgive me, Lord, for thy dear Son, the ill that I this day have done, that with the world of myself and thee, I ere I sleep at peace may be. Teach me to live that I may dread the grave as little as my bed, to die that this vile body may rise glorious on the awful day. O oh oh may my soul to thee repose, and may my sweet sleep my eyelids close. Sleep that may, may, uh, that may me more vigorous make, to serve my God when I awake. When in the night I sleepless lie, my soul and heavenly thoughts supply. Let no ill dreams disturb my rest, no powers of darkness me molest. Oh when, oh, oh, when shall I in endless day forever chase dark sleep away and hymns with the supernal choir incessant sing and never tire? Oh, may my guardian while I sleep close to my bed my vigils keep his love angelic and still stop all the avenues of ill. May he, may he celestial joy rehearse and thought to thought with me converse. Or in my stead all the night long, sing to my God a grateful song. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Mm. Well, with that, I will say good night. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned next time. Bye.
Hey listeners, have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but the idea of figuring out technology and recording has stopped you? Well, that was the case for me too, until I heard about Spotify for podcasters. They make it so easy for this busy mom of three to record, edit, and publish my podcast. And here is the best part. It's free, like really free, no hidden trials or premium memberships, truly free. They have everything you need to make your podcast happen. Try Spotify for podcasters for free today. Thanks for tuning in. For daily interactions and more inspiration, find me on the socials at HarborHome32 or my blog, HarborHome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye.